0: Hello and welcome back to the Women's Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Liam Greco, RLDG, and in today's episode we will be talking about the second part of three... Um, in our East Coast series as we delve into the off-seasons that six of the East Coast NWSL teams have had so far. In this episode, we'll be focusing on racing Louisville and Chicago Red Stars. In our first episode of 2024, we hope to highlight the moves that these teams have made so far and what we would like to see for the rest of the off-season. So be sure to stay tuned for the whole episode to see who I think that your team will sign in this off Racing Louisville may be that small club that every neutral fan roots for to be successful, but at the same time, a quite negative reputation precedes them. In fact, they fail to keep crop international quality on their side something which doesn't only hurt their team, but it hurts the rest of the NWSL. In a sport that is glowing worldwide, and it is not just America's sport anymore, something clear by the results of this Women's World Cup, it is quintessential that we keep top talent, whether that is American or not, or European or South, South American or African or Asian, you get the point in this league because the NWSL thrives and the teams that win titles are the teams that have top international talent. And that is why Louisville's off season so far has been bye, bye, bye internationals, but it's not looking good for them. Take this season's Gotham FC side who won the championship. We had star international talent like Esther and Maitani, who are Spanish internationals, but we also had many U.S. internationals who highlighted our team and helped us win in big moments. Take Midge personally and Williams, who combined for the goal that scored, that got us on the board, and Esther and Midge combined for our second goal, which eventually was the game-winning goal that won us the title. Even going back another year, if you look at the Portland Forge Championship in 2022, they had key international players like Janine Becky, who stepped into the side, and Hina Sugita, and so many more who led the team. The reality is, is in the National Women's Soccer League, you can have incredible young American talent, but you need to have other players who can come in and help you, and that usually comes from overseas. America is not the only talent pool for this game. That's a fact. That's why we can't just rely on the next American player to step up when another player leaves us for Europe. We need to match that with a player coming here. And that's why it's so sad to see so many players from the Louis- league altogether when they made such an impact on the Louisville side. Six quality players who have been starters for the side across the last few seasons have already left and we're just seven weeks into the offseason. Wang Shuang used her free agency abilities to head overseas to Spurs in London. Tembi Catlana signed a record-breaking deal for Tigres amina Ekic signed for melbourne city in australia whereas alex chidiak signed for melbourne victory also in australia jessa mcdonald is now on the waiver wire and Paige monahan left for the utah royals due to the expansion draft process it's really sad to see so many of these players going overseas but not even that it's not great for the league the fact of the matter is it looks really po- it reflects poorly on the league because it makes the league seem like they can't pay these players what the european teams are and unfortunately that precedent has been coming very true in the last few years Take the Australian women's national team who Alex Chudiak is a part of. If you look back to twenty nineteen at the last women's World Cup, all of Australia's women's national team, at least most of it, was from the NWSL. Now only two or three players that on that fourth place team this summer were playing in their club football in the NWSL. It just goes to show how the NWSL is falling behind to the European teams due to the European team's monstrous brands and economic statures. If the NWSL wants to keep up, they need to keep investing in the league and investing in these international players. America is not only the best team in the world, but we have the best league in the world, traditionally. That's how it's always been. But if we want to keep it that way, we need to ensure that top quality international players are coming into the NWSL and making an impact. And unfortunately, Louisville has lost so many. Now you may ask for Ryan Dell, Louisville's GM. What would they have to do? Well, they've already started bringing players in. They brought Marissa Vigiano from the Houston Dash into the midfield due to her free agency, and Gotham FC's Ellie Jean, who I talked about in my last episode. When Jean moved fr- to, from Gotham to Bay FC for expansion draft protection, and then Louisville got acquired Jean from Bay FC uh, thereafter. Jean's a player who, I, again, I talked about a lot of this in my last episode, which you could check out about Gotham FC and Washington Spirit. But for the purposes of Louisville side, I'll add on now. Jean is a player who loves to play balls out from the back, and she's quite good with both feet. A left footed, a prom- predominantly left footed centre back, loves to distribute wide to her wingers. Something that Gotham FC really did. Well, use of as they found Midge Purse and Lynn Williams quite often from Jean's service. Jean's not only a player who has championship experience, but a player who's also played abroad and won a championship at the college level. This winning experience is much needed at Louisville, and although it may sound like a broken record talking about it, it's something that can make or break teams. Louisville had a quite talented side last year, but they were incredibly young and they were missing that experience who could help them propel their side to the next level and qualify for the playoffs. Louisville may have lost so many players, but they still have top quality midfielders like Ari Borges, um, Savannah DeMello, Jalen Howell. Those three in the midfield are incredible. And to talk about adding Ali Jean to the back line is a good thing for Louisville as they can pair Jean with Pickett and Erceg and potentially Malay at right back. Speaking of the incredible midfield line Louisville has, they just added more talent to it by adding Marissa Vigiano for free agency. Vigiano is a true box to box eight, who prefers to play a six over a 10, but is still very attacking minded. Someone who could shoot with both feet, very crafty in the midfield, and loves to dribble around the pitch. Vigiano will add that creativity, potentially off the bench, or maybe even rotating in for De Mello when De Mello heads off to Paris, presumably for the Olympics, if when she makes the roster, if she makes the roster um vigiana is a player who's quite creative quite crafty good in the air as well and someone who loves to drift centrally to receive but also can drift out wide to to receive and serve balls up the pitch which is something that louisville will love to do as they give more young players like kirsten davis and kayla fishel time up top with all the star internationals leaving with all the international players leaving for Louisville, they're going to have quite a young front line, which is why there'll be more depth needed, which I'll talk about later. However, Louisville can still need um, that depth while also utilizing the youth to its advantage by having midfielders who know the league in and out. That's someone who literally embodies marissa viaggiano is someone who embodies the nwsl she's played here for plenty of time she knows her way around different sides and different tactics and she's someone who could slot into louisville's midfield in perfect timing louisville has one of the best league's goalkeepers in the league in katie lund and they have a solid back line by adding ellie and to it and now the midfield is looking great with players like howell Demello, Borges, and even Vigiano, they're going to need to look to add some star power up top as six, all six of those players play either a 10 or a front-line role. So you may ask, Liam, Louisville just lost six players who can play on the front-line or in that 10 role. How are they supposed to replace all six of them when they have such great quality? Well, the NWSL free agency portal is open, and Louisville has only made one free agency signing so far. Six players leaving may mean six players talents being lost, but it also means plenty of open roster slots, which means Louisville should take a run out of many of the young forwards available, and use the fact to their advantage that they have such a young team with so much talent. Bringing players like Vigiano and Jane will help with veteran experience, and knowing that you have players like Parson Pickett and Abby Ursaig who have won titles before in that back line can always be very helpful, and they're very experienced veterans the NBSL. Therefore, Louisville should use frontline players like Kayla Fisher and Kirsten Davis. They shouldn't completely replace them, but they should also add some more forwards up top. Looking at the free agency list, I piled a group of five free agents who are forwards that I think would be nice options. Firstly, Simone Charlie. At Angel City Football Club, she did not get the minute she deserved and with Angel City's stacked forward line, coming back from Macy ACL injury is not going to be the place where Charlie Angel City's not going to be the place where Charlie wants to be because she's not going to get the minute she needs to get back in the flow. If she moves to Louisville, she'll definitely be a starter there and she'll be able to bring her goal scoring prowess and pacey abilities and technical abilities to the side who desperately needs them. Charlie's not just the player of can dribble past defenders though. She's an incredible passer and she's someone who's great in the air though she may be mistaken by foreign fans and angel city fans it's just someone who runs up the pitch that is definitely not charlie's game charlie is so many different facets to her game that she will be able to bring for racing Louisville side who has desperate need of goal scoring abilities of so many goal scorers leaving and even with those players leaving they still didn't get enough goals on the board and a player like Charlie is someone that Ryan Dell and Louisville Chance can trust and with Bev Yanez coming in she'll be able to trust Charlie to get the ball in the back of the net she's a proven goal scorer who has experience but also in the prime of her career going with that theme look at Brittany Ratcliffe and Marissa Shiva. Ratcliffe, of the courage, is, a ver- is an experienced veteran of the NWSL, and she knows her way around the league. Bringing her in would be a good bench player who can play as a utility player off the bench and come in and be that super sub that Louisville needed. Look at this season, for instance. A lot of the time, Paige Monaghan came off the bench and was a great super sub for the side, scoring from long distances. Ratcliffe can do the same thing, except She'll be a free add on to the side as she is also a free agent, along with the other players I'm mentioning right now. Mircea Shiva, a younger player who appeared for Ireland at the Women's World Cup this summer. Though she may have given up that penalty in the first match, that should not fool you about how talented Shiva is. She's a player who loves to get on the p- wings, quite pacey, and has a good left foot who can cro- who cross the ball into the box. A crafty dribbler as well. Shiva loves to drop back and receive, which is going to be something that Demello and Howell and Borges and Vigiano—I know lots of midfield talent—can look for in the midfield. That's something that was missing at some points for Louisville. The disconnect between the midfield and front line, bringing in players with NWSL experience like Shiva has with a winning team that she got as a national team replacement player in the with the spirit two years ago or three years ago sorry um can be really helpful for the and label side and i just love the fact that she will get to have more playing time in order to continue progressing herself as an international player Another player I think is a really big long shot, but someone I think could come to Louisville is Cesar King. King is a player who does not get the minute she deserves at the ring, and although that may change with the amount of players leaving the ring, King may need a new change in scenery in order to progress her career. King is a player who deserves so much more than the minute she's getting at the ring under Laura Harvey, and that's not Laura's Harvey's fault, it's just... How stacked the Reigns' front line is of players like Balser and Hightma still going to be there, even though players like Rapino, Sonnet, and Lavelle may very well be leaving. A player like King is someone who loves to dribble on the flanks, and she's someone who's not afraid to shoot from distance. You saw that from her brief time at the Royals. King is someone who loves to get up the pitch, similar to Shiva in some ways, and she's incredibly fast, great at taking defenders on 1v1, and if you saw, if you watched her in the Challenge Cup in 2020, you know she's good in the air, and she'll get those crosses in the box. Someone who can play as a 9 or a winger, King's versatility will be Im- Key to a Louisville side who is missing depth on the front line. Last but not least, my one last option for Louisville's front line is Elle Stevens. A true nine, Stevens showed her goal scoring prowess for the Red Stars even when the team was, you know, not scoring goals. Stevens is someone who is so good on the air and with her feet, and she loves to drop back and receive something that Louisville can use to their advantage, as it'll drag space for players like DiMello to get up the pitch and score. Stevens is not only a false nine, but she also is a true nine, and she can finish when she gets the chances, as seen this year at the Red Stars. Although Louisville's side looks pretty good from the back, this is why they need the players up top, and these five options are five players who I think, if they sign for Ryan Dell and Bevinez's racing Louisville, they can make a key difference in the Louisville side going into next season, and make Louisville a contender for the new eight-team playoff format. The Chicago Red Stars had a last place finish last season in 2023, but that's not to say that they didn't have a hardworking team. They're a team that was super gritty and they would always try really hard to the end, even if they were losing like 3-4-0. They reminded me a lot of the 2022 Gotham FC team. And that begs the question, is a worst to first finish possible for the Red Stars side? If you look at Gotham FC's case, it was yes. If you look at the Red Stars case, it's still undecided and up in the air. The Red Stars' new ownership, and I think the real question is, will new ownership mean new talent for this side? That really um, lacked a lot of firepower in the field. They had a lot of really great young talent, but they just didn't really seem to put it together um, at all on the field. And, yeah, um, I hope to see the Red Stars bring in some more players, but I think they haven't done anything yet this season. They've re-signed Carrie Ricara, which is great news for them. Um, they haven't brought anyone new yet in yet, but they, um, are rumored to re-sign Mallory Swanson, which is good news for the Stars fan base as the, f- um, fellow team we're talking about this in the, this episode, Louisville, appa- according to athletic sources, offered, um, Swanson a massive contract that would have clearly exceeded what she currently earns in the Red Stars. But it's good news for them that they are resetting Swanson and with players like Chelsea Dauber leaving and on the waiver wire and a good defender and Kayla Sharper is going to bay. Um, it's really undecided for the Red Stars who have so many of their starters um, in free agency. So the real key for them, I think, is to re-sign as many good players as they can from the free agents that they have to keep that core. They have such a talented roster. I feel like I'm just echoing a lot of the things that I said about the 2022 Gotham team. Such a talented roster just didn't really work out. And hopefully for them, under Lauren Davidson, their new head coach, they'll be able to put a new team on the pitch next season that will be able to compete in more matches, I would say. Um, and although it's players like Casey Kruger and Tyrone Davidson are going to be heading to the East Coast for Washington Spirit and Gotham FC, respectively, according to Athletic Reports, they still have plenty of other quality re- re- free agents for the Reds should resign and I think that should be the big focus for them this offseason along with adding some youth um and perhaps some other veteran experience as well to uh, balance it and just more talent into the side is really my main goal for them um so- Mallory Swanson is someone, I mentioned her at the top, she's someone who was the top goal scorer for the US Women's National Team this year, even though she tore her ACL in April and didn't play for the rest of the year, which is insane for me because that shows in four months she scored more goals than anyone else could in 12 months, which shows how good of a goal scorer once is, and she's someone that they, they need to keep if they want to can be competitive next season. I think that's no questions asked there. And even if you're losing Kruger and Davidson, I think it's really important that they bring back some other players like um, Emily Boyd, who's a good backup goalkeeper, who's been Chicago through and through, that just like, as a Red Stars fan, honestly, right now for those people, I think I'm not underestimating the fact they just want some people to resign because it's, it's very vague what their future is going to be right now and there's not really a lot of movements happening so i think resigning players like emily boyd and al stevens those feel like achievable signings and boyd a nice backup goalkeeper of depth who the, which is going to be needed next season as a listener will most definitely if, if not um absolutely be heading to the olympics next summer so they'll need some backup depth there. Ella Stevens is a good goal scorer, someone who could pair up top with Penelope Hawking and Mallory Swanson, so I'd love to see them re sign Stevens. Um, the other freedoms that I looked out there, um, I don't really see no- Yuki Nagasato Sato or Bianca St. George re signing. I think that, especially St. George, I don't really see her. I think she needs a new career move, personally, not making the World Cup squad for Canada must be gutting and going into the Olympic year she's going to want to make that roster and I think a new environment for her may be the best option where I think a lot of teams look at St. George's um I think Nagasato has a chance of saying I'm not super sure. I think it's 50-50. Um, she's a really, really talented player who I think would link up so well with Swanson. We saw that link up that she had with Sam Kerr in previous seasons when Chicago were making title runs. Um, but I think, yeah, I think really importantly, most importantly, they just re-sign as many of those players that they can. Obviously, they already lost Kayla Sharples and Shayna Matthews is going to... Um, retire and carrier Caro oh, they did resign but I think just get resigning as many of those free agents as they can is just a good start and then they can build from there I think they really need to add a lot of youth to this side I think this is gonna be a rebuild year but I think you also need to keep in mind that you want to be competitive and I don't think though they should strive and throw everything at veteran players like Gotham did and for Gotham it paid off but I think if I'm the red stars I just want to have like a low-key chill year not words I usually use I'm in my everyday lingo, but I think it's appropriate to say like, just a very calm year, not a lot of ups and downs, not giving up more than 50 goals again, would be a place to start if I'm a Red Stars fan. But I think, yeah, just resigning a bunch of the players and looking towards youth. Obviously, Lauren Davidson is the coach of the Jamaican national team, or he was, and so he has many connections there, which is why I think the Red Stars should make a run at getting Jody Brown in the NWSL draft. Brown has not applied for it yet, but... um, sources have said that she will be applying for the draft and a star player at florida state which showed her prowess in the ncaa championship where she scored two goals a player who's played in not one but two world cups at college level that's insane bringing in a draft pick who's already played at two world cups is unprecedented um so for the red stars perspective having her paired with hawking and Swanson and even Stevens potentially on the bench would be immaculate for a Red Stars fan and it would help see the team finally um flow well offensively. Marta Cox is a midfielder who is now been released by Pachuca the side that she played for in Mexico and I think beyond we can talk about the free kick goal against France at the World Cup but beyond that she's just a crafty player who yeah she did it again after the World Cup for Pachuca in Mexico um yes besides her free kick qualities though she brings much more the red stars at 26 years old she's in, right in her prime she's world cup experience and she's a player who's so crafty and i can see the red cars make a run at hers obviously they do have one of the weaker sides in the league which therefore grants me to have the understanding that they have the most money to play around with and i think throwing some money at marta cox to use an international spot would not be a bad idea especially if you happen to lose players like davidson kruger and nagasato cox is a player who could play. A similar role to what you saw an August Sato play in the title runs that the Red Stars has had in previous years and she's just a player who's super creative and yes her long-range shooting is immaculate. Um, last but not least this is an older player but I think Shay Groom is someone they should really try for. Groom at 30 years old is someone who really has shown her qualities. I think she speaks for herself. I don't have to elaborate too much on the talent she possesses which was seen when the Houston Dash won the 2020 Challenge Cup in many parts due to Groom's efforts from the midfield, someone who loves dashing forward up the field, someone I referenced in my last episode, hint, hint, as someone that the spirit should look for as an eight slash ten. That's someone that the Red Stars could really use, especially if Nagasato does end up leaving. So yeah, honestly, for Red Stars, re-sign as many of your key free agents as you can while trying to get some young talent and maybe a few experienced players in free agency to level out the team, and hope for a better season. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Women's Soccer Podcast. I hope you have an incredible 2024, and I ask you to please follow us on app wherever you get your podcasts, so you make sure you don't miss a single episode, and on Instagram to see all of the fun content we post um, at, at the Women's Soccer Podcast with underscores in between each word. Thank you so much for listening, have an incredible 2024, and peace out from your host, L.D.G.